haven't we haven't won a playoff series yet. So that's our first step. The Bucks on the way to advance to the Eastern Conference Finals for the first time since 2001. I should win MVP because probably <laughs> I don't care. I just care about winning. That's what I care about. Um, That's not a very good campaign speech. It doesn't matter. I just care about winning. I know if we keep winning and we keep playing good basketball, it's going to take care of itself. The 2019 Kia NBA Most Valuable Valuable Player goes to Giannis Antetokounmpo. What's going on, everybody? Episode 62 of the Bucks Leading Radio. Coming live, well, not necessarily live, but from the Vivid Seats studio. Uh, so this is season three of this podcast, and I'm super pumped to have my guest, Trey, back on. Yes. recurring guest, but first time, first season opener. So First time, first season opener, and in the first time in the flesh, Yes, I'm here in the in the Vivid Seats studio. That's right. I'm uh, going to have some fun, man. I'm looking forward to it. Really excited and really excited for another year. Of Bucks basketball. Yeah, we got a little Bucks preseason going on in the yeah. background. Bucks Mavs right now. Luca looks good. KP look, doesn't look too bad either. Okay, uh, underrated I, team, I would say. Yeah, I think I think Dallas is underrated, and I think they're they'll 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 be in the mix. They'll, they they got a good squad, and like I said, Luca's unreal. Dude can play, and we just I just saw just saw him knock down three from <laughs> from almost half court. Dude can play. So yeah, no, it's uh Dallas Dallas is gonna be a, a, a big mover and shaker this year. So yeah, no, they're definitely gonna be a tough out. Yeah, I feel like it'll be interesting to see what they do. I'm curious to see what happens in the offseason with that whole team. But okay. this isn't a Mavs podcast, is it? No, it's not. It is not. <laughs> so let's talk some bucks. Um, so a couple of preseason games in. Have you been able to catch any of them? I did catch the one uh, the last couple nights ago. I think that was Monday. Was today? No, I'm, I'm tripping. No, this was Wednesday then against the uh, against the Utah Jazz. Oh. Um, saw that one. Bucks looked excellent. Giannis looked excellent. Uh, everybody, I mean, it just looks like a team that's ready to go, primed up, ready to go. I didn't, I didn't catch any of the uh, Chicago game. Listen to a little bit of Ted Davis on the radio, um, but they sound, it sound everything's good. I know they they tweeted out that this is a it's a preseason game. So, and and that's one of the things that I have gotten into, and I'm so relaxed. This is probably the most relaxed I've been about a Bucks season since I've been a fan. Is yeah. because yeah, and and this is crazy. So before I would always listen uh, or be wa- or watch all the preseason game. I had to see every moment, every dribble, because I ha- I didn't know what to expect from the team. Didn't know what they're going to do. Didn't know who's who was going to do good. what, right? Like, who's going to be – who who can I depend on today? Is it O.J. Mayo? Right. Is it O.J.? Is, is it Jared Bayless? Exactly. No, that, I'm, I'm, Luke Rittenau, what are you going to do? Oh, yeah. So, you know, we did, I don't have those issues. I don't have those trepidations. I don't have those fears. And because I don't I, – I, like I said, I would almost I, I I would be kind of shaking right now because I'm doing I'm multitasking watching this game and but I don't really care because no. I'm waiting. When's game one? Is it was October twenty fourth? Twenty. That's that that's what I'm waiting on yeah. because I I know what this team is. I know what they have. I wouldn't care if Giannis didn't play a second in the preseason if half the stars didn't play because you just saw Bless get injured. I don't care because I know what this team has and I know what they're going to do. And like I said, they look primed and ready to go. Giannis could have put up fifty. Uh, against Utah, like last, and I and I, I truly believe like Gobert didn't play because he didn't want he didn't want any of that smoke. He didn't want he doesn't any. want that heat. I wouldn't want it either. Well, I'm surprised they're playing <laughs> they're playing Giannis in the preseason. You know what I mean? Like, is it just because they have um, a new rotation with Kyle Korver and Wes Matthews coming in? Maybe you want to see him throw. I saw so he throws he threw a couple um, passes to Kyle who who knocked down a threes and 
Giannis got to get a little bit better on those placement for those balls, but sure. we'll, they'll get it figured out. I'm not, I'm not concerned. But it doesn't matter because Kyle is going to light it up. So I'm, I'm like, I mean, I guess maybe you want to get some of that continuity and get those guys going and, and ready um, to play with each other. You used to play with each other outside of just a, a practice setting. But yeah, I, I am a bit surprised that they've, they've played Giannis so much. But he didn't play against Chicago, I don't believe. That's, no, he didn't play first um, So, yeah, you know, I'm, I, I, I don't have an issue with it. I saw he did a windmill dunk, like – up 25 and like landed kind of awkward and I was like Ugh, but yeah you that's know. a little scary yeah it's scary but you know these guys are gonna go full tilt what is he 24 I was just come on let's play you went full tilt in FIBA dude that scared it's- me that was scary scarier than anything I was watching those games because he goes 110% no matter what yeah. and I was like you're just gonna Paul George just don't Paul George it and I'm fine like as long as you can stay healthy through those games because in my opinion, they mean nothing to anything. They in the don't. World. Right. Yeah. No. I, I. USA lost, and I didn't care. I oh, didn't. Couldn't. Couldn't have cared less. I didn't watch any of it. You know. I, I mean, I, I. I might have watched literally maybe five minutes total of any of that that was going on. Mm-hmm. Not even. Not even. And I know Chris is on the team, and Brooke. I didn't even, you know, I just, I watched the stats, didn't, didn't care. I watched a little bit of the highlights from the Australia game because they were cheering Brooke and Kane was uh, involved in a lot of the media. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, also, real quick, shout out Kane Pittman taking over Eric's spot on Locked on Bucks. I did see that on so Twitter. So congrats to Twitter. him. Um, and uh, excited for that new future. Um, even though Kane's not in Milwaukee, it'll be, it'll be a little weird without the Australian running around at the bars. <laughs> you, you, you saw him out a lot? Oh, yeah. Okay, him and okay. Eric could be out at the harp nice. every once in a while. Yeah. Nice. Um, it's good times. But, uh, you know, one thing, speaking about Kyle Korver, it made me think about, he wouldn't be this Bucks team and Giannis if nobody talked about the fact that he can't shoot a three-pointer. But now we got one of the best three-pointers ever play, three-point shooters to ever play the game teaching him how to shoot. And I tell you, his stroke already looks better. Do you not? Like, it looks like his hitch is almost gone. Yeah, no, I I noticed that, and I got into this, and I, a couple Bucks fans got upset with me because they, they, I think we were talking about it, and um, it it does his his stroke looks a lot, it looks a lot nicer, looks cleaner, looks more fluid. Mm-hmm. Um, quite like I know, just is coming to my head because I saw Alonzo Ball with a nice fluid looking, doesn't look as flicked anymore with his jumper, but that's beside the point. The jumper does look better, yeah. but I'm one person who it's another thing, you know, it doesn't. To me, are you going to hit it? Does it, it does it go in in the games? That's all I am concerned with. I, I haven't seen that he shot that it has gone in with any more regularity so far in the preseason. Um, I, and this this is my main reason, right? Because of course, I you know I was at I go to just about every Bucks game. I sit there during half, and a lot of people get up and go to the season at halftime. I don't really go. I would go up to, to get something to drink. I'm like I sit there and watch for the most part. I watch the show, the halftime show. I watch the guys come back out. Yeah, Giannis will come out. And I've literally, and I've seen him, he'll go stand in a, in a spot and he'll take six to eight, three. He'll knock down, he'll go eight for 10, nine for 10, eight for eight from three. Yeah. And he'll come out in the, th- when the third quarter, at halftime, he'll do that. And he'll come out when the third quarter starts and he'll go to that same spot and won't come close. <laughs> and like, and I'm just, you know, so, I mean, you see, but you see it all the time yeah. those in the gyms where, um, and that's not even a knock on you. I mean, it's just, it's just what happens. But you see it all the time in these uh, these videos with all the guys in these open gyms. They, they don't miss. I don't care what form they're shooting with, what they're doing. It's like Hoodie Mellow. Hoodie Mellow. Hoodie Unstoppable. Unstoppable. I mean, these guys in these gyms, if they played the games in these in these open runs, uh, these I mean, there'd be a bunch of guys going for 40 every night. Well, then, then nobody's playing defense anyway. Yeah. Nobody wants to get hurt. Right, but th- but that's not – right, it's not what happens in, the, in, in real time. Mm-hmm. And when you come out, you got to hit the shot. So, again – 
I, I commend Giannis. I commend everybody should come back trying to get more skills, trying to get better, trying to improve their game. Yeah. And I'm glad that he's doing it. I'm, and I, what I want to see is, you know, effort, somebody told me um, effort is great. Effort gets you pats on the back. Uh, results get you paid. And Giannis can get paid no matter what. But, you know, when we talk about what's going to make him go from a guy people sag off of in the, in, you know, in, in the playoffs to a guy, you know, who you have to respect and you can't just, you know, can't just – pack the paint on him it's gonna be that shot and at the end of the day it's got to go in so um and I think it will I think he works he works too hard for it not to I don't know that it'll be this year I don't know that it'll be early in the season I don't know but uh, he'll get it worked out he'll get it figured out I'm not concerned about it but um but yeah it's good for him got a new shot and uh like I said I just want to see it go in that and the free throws free throw is the big thing I didn't even think about. I'm glad you actually mentioned that but let's on the on the point about the three-point shot yeah what's interesting to me is I, I've seen the same thing, right? I've seen him hit shots. I've seen him hit those three-pointers. And it, <clears throat> it always bugs me, but I think it has to do a lot with whatever shook his confidence. I'm not trying to blame Jason Kidd. Don't do it. I don't want to get into a Jason Kidd argument <laughs> two years after the fact, after his MVP year. But something shook his confidence, whatever that may be. Yeah. And I think now, like, it's, it's almost like the placebo effect. Like, he had a decent stroke before he had that hitch. And now Kyle's going to teach him how to get another stroke, and maybe that confidence will just carry over into the game. He'll think, hey, I've learned this from the best shooter in the game. I know what I'm doing, and now it'll start to go because that's why you don't hit shots in games. It's the same thing in golf. You can take 100,000 practice swings, but if you don't have the mental fortitude or the confidence in yourself to go down the golf course and do it, then you won't. So that's what it is, really. It's just confidence. Yeah, no, you gotta have it. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Yeah, no, you got to – and especially you're, – you're especially right now, I know we're going to go back from – Three points to the free throw, but especially on the free throw yeah. line, because I know he can hit free throws. Yes, I've seen him hit free throws, and for him to shoot forty and fifty percent in games, that's unacceptable. Mm-hmm. And he, he, the thing is, I three point shot. I know we have issues with the free throw. I know you can hit that. That's a mental thing. That is total. That is totally yes. up top because he can hit that. And that's not even you know. One thing I'm looking at him. Okay, knocked down a three in the uh, I'm highlight highlights right. going from the from this uh, Dallas game. But you know, you knock. He he can knock those shots down. Man, Giannis is unreal. But um. <laughs> He's just a freaking agent. He is, man. It's like, oh, wow. I'm just like, wow. I did, did not know he's almost up to 30 points right now at halftime. He went three for three on free throws tonight. In 17 minutes. I see you can sit him now. You can sit. Yeah. I don't need to sit anymore. Yeah, I'm done. I don't need it to sit. It should be like NFL. Like you, like you don't play. <laughs> you play like a series, and then you play like another series, and then you play a half or whatever, and that's Right. It. Like, I don't understand preseason. I think especially in the NBA. Yeah, because it's a, such a long season as it is. Why do we need preseason? I don't think you. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think you need it either. It's it's interesting, and even the NFL, they're starting. You see now they're going away for like uh, the Packers didn't play any of the guys in the preseason. Um, I think the Bears didn't play anybody, any stars in pre. Like there are a lot of teams. Cam Newton got hurt. He played one series of the preseason and got hurt in it. So like, yeah, that preseason stuff is kind of going by by the wayside. And I hope, like I said, they. I would be. I would love if they cut down the preseason to like two games in uh, in the NBA. Two. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, how means, many do you need? Maybe I'm also just ready for the season to start. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, that, I think that is some of it. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Um, yeah. By the way, uh, you got a new podcast going. Let's plug this quick because if you do want to hear about the football talk, that's what you've been talking about. So plug it a little bit. Give a little. Uh, give a little commercial for it. <laughs> we'll do shameless plug. Yes. So um, on your T's and Q's is the podcast. Uh, I host it, and uh, my guy Q uh, Quentin Miller, 
He's uh, we co-host the show. Um, it's really a it's not a Milwaukee based show. We do throw some Milwaukee news in there from time to time, but it's uh, overall sports inclusive. Um, we really cover NFL and NBA. Um, we've been on an NFL wave so far. And I think we'll get into our NBA stuff probably coming up in the next. Maybe our next episode we'll do a pre NBA preview. It's, it's getting that time. So, uh, but yeah, no, it's 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 a really fun show. We have a lot of fun with it, and uh, just a lot of high energy, high intensity on your T's and Q's. Um, I think our and our our handle is at on your TQ pod on your then the uh, the just the letters TQ pod. Boom, good plug. Um, all right, so that's been cool. So. Real quick, kind of interesting. How has it been starting a podcast? Because you came on mine a couple times. You know, I feel like you've been on one before, right? Yeah. So how is it? Yeah. So I've been on a few. Like back in college, back in undergrad, I went out. So I was actually writing for. Um, I was actually writing articles for Carolina Panthers for like a different, like a different fantasy website. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, I was the Carolina Panthers lead writer. I wrote some for at Howard. Um, you know, doing there, uh, doing the Hilltop, which is a student newspaper, nice. and. So from that, I had like a, there was like a Carolina Panthers following. I had a little bit on Twitter and I got to do different podcasts. So I did So I've done a few. Um, and then getting here, I hadn't really done any until uh, you asked me to, to come on your show. Had some fun with that. Um, like I said, I enjoy it. Um, starting our own podcast is so different. It's like <laughs> so hard, uh, you know, from getting the mics to getting yeah. everything set up to, Trying to get on uh, different platforms. Mm-hmm. We're on Spotify right now and SoundCloud, but we had had the hardest time getting on Apple. Mm-hmm. So you know, you know, but it, it's fun. It's it's different, and you know, it's a different level of accountability because it's your show, and you know, you're responsible for getting the edits and making sure you do the promo, and making sure people are listening, and at least yep. trying to get people to listen. So no, it's been fun, but uh, you get to make that your your own content, and, and you know, it's it's that's what I like the most about it is just creating the content, having fun with it, and just, you know, having that conversation and talking about it. And it's stuff that I talk about anyway on Twitter. It's just different because now you're doing it in front of a, in front of a microphone and, and putting it out for, you know, everybody to listen to. It's, I, I, I don't know. I think it's a lot of fun. I don't know. I don't, cause I don't really know why. Like I started another podcast too on top of it and I've just really? been loving it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I started the casual millennials podcast, which follow me on Twitter. I plugged um, right before the first episode, but it's not sports related at all. It's actually just um, you know, people, it's just getting interesting people and talking about their life story, yeah. whether they're 20 or they're, you know, older, like anyway, any age can come on. Um, and we just talked to the digital content creator for cost, the headphone company, um, based out of Milwaukee, who was a vlogger and a car mechanic. And now and for the past two years has been the head digital content creator at cost. So hearing those stories about how people can transition their lives and do different things has been kind of cool. Um, and talking bucks is always a lot of fun. So it's just interesting when you do it in front of a microphone how different it is. Yeah, no, it's it's different. And, and like I said, you, you that's the other thing that you're able to do, because, especially for somebody like me who talks a lot on Twitter. Mm-hmm. You are able to, in Twitter, you're limited because of, what is it, 240 characters? Yep. You have those character limits, and whatever you say can be, mis- can be construed in whatever way somebody wants to take it. Yes. And even when you respond, you have to respond to each individual person. So you can say one thing, and you can have... 20 people come on to you and say, you meant this, you meant this, you meant this. And, you know, you can spend all your time replying to them, you know, being upset that they called you out on something that you didn't actually say, but then going through it and being like, no, I didn't even mean this. This is wrong. And you're trying to explain what you, whereas here, you know, you're in front of a mic, people can, you can flush that entire thought out at once. Mm-hmm. 
including whatever alleyways you want to go through with your story and whatever. And, you, you know, it, it, there's just less that you can misconstrue because you're the one saying it. And I can say it in as many characters as I want to. Especially as it relates in sports. <clears throat> because it does sometimes take a little bit to formulate an argument. Right. Especially depending on what we're talking about. Um, but let's, the game's back on. And that was a good move. Harrison Barnes is way overpaid. Um, <laughs> let's bring this back to the Bucks and Bledsoe's injury. Because that was some news that dropped today. Um, originally uh, reported as a broken rib and then corrected to not. Just the cartilage was strained in his ribs. So he it's pain tolerance, basically. Still two, three weeks. But um, it's looking like he'll be back for game one against the Rockets, which means he'll be guarding the left hand of James Harden. What does Bledsoe mean to this team? And if that injury were worse, what would that mean leading into the season? Does it mean a lot or a little? No, I think it means a lot because Bledsoe is the um, – okay, so to, let, me, let me make that twofold. It doesn't mean a lot in the grand scheme of things because I think this team is so good that it doesn't matter. Sure. Um, and, I, and that's not diminishing what Bledsoe brings to the team. But um, Bledsoe is the heart and soul defensively. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, outside of Giannis, I think Bledsoe brings that. He's that pit bull. He's that – He's your, you know, if, if there was a, you know, that, that, you know, they got to have that guy that everybody has that Marcus Smart, that Bledsoe is that for this team. He's the, he's the bulldog running in front of the pack. And, you know, especially defensively, first team all defense. Well, um, let, me just, let me say one thing. He's not out there taking charges like Ursan. No, he's not. He's not. He's not <laughs> taking the charges like Ursan. But, but, but Bledsoe, is, he's, he's just, he just has a mean streak in him. Yeah. More than maybe any of those guys, you see him get up when he hits the end one. He's he's the one that's gonna pat his arm and say, "Yeah, I'm I'm you know I'm, I'm the strongest. I've been in the weight room." Um, and he looks like it. he look really looks like a a, um, a defensive back, uh, a, a big time DB in in the league. And I think he's just he he is that guy that I think they depend on for those energy and for energy and runs. I think he's a little bit careless with the ball sometimes. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that that's what his biggest um, nice Pat Connaughton. Oh, but uh, Ooh, good pass. Dante DiVincenzo. He's got to get that stroke going. Uh, he, he, he's good, though. Um, but, yeah. So, but anyway, you know, Bled, point is, Eric Bledsoe is – and the crazy thing is I think that people don't realize his value to the team. Um, and I think you're only as good as the last time somebody saw you. So, when the last time people saw him, you know, they're talking junk about it. I think I said on Twitter, um, Kyle Lowry got his deal, right? Yeah. And I said on Twitter something like, you know, wow, see, see the Bucks got a great deal for Bledsoe. And, I mean, Raptors fans – Tore up my mentions, telling me, oh, "Did you? Well, I'd rather have a guy that can score, that you know, wins a title than you know." Pay. Listen, you say whatever you want, but people forget there are 82 games in the season, mm-hmm. and you have to have guys. I think Bledsoe. I don't. I'm not sure how many he played um, last year, but he played a ton of those games, and he does. He's not injured a lot. He doesn't miss a lot of games. He's gonna. He's gonna give you 100 percent effort. I love what he brings to the team. He plays really hard, and you know so. What is his, the overall? If it was a bad injury, um, I think you want him for the majority of your season. But if he was gonna, if he wasn't even gonna miss two, three weeks, which like like you said, I don't think he will now. If he was gonna miss that, I don't. Grand scheme of things, it's it's fine. That's what I thought too. Um, and you know, to your comment on Bledsoe's, you know, his how much of an asset he is to this team. It, it, it is he is very valuable. And the real fact of the matter is, is we got to deal with him. And everybody knew it when the deal was signed. Everybody was saying it. And, um, God, Luca's good. He is. <laughs> um, you know, it, it's, it's interesting to me to see people backtrack really fast, um, which as they always do in sports, especially in the state of Wisconsin, uh, after that Boston series a, two years ago. And 
when he came out and admitted and he was the man, he, he said, Hey, I fucked that up for us. And that was my fault. But I really respected him a lot more for that. And then even really felt better about the deal, knowing that he was going to learn from his mistakes and not be the guy he was in Phoenix, who was just self-absorbed or whatever else. I think that he has a lot, he means a lot more to this team than people realize because the minute he's gone and you said it, you lose a lot of your defense. You lose that spark, that guy who's going to chase down loose balls who's going to stay on Harden all night long and right. give him the most trouble. And it's, as everybody knows, in this de- in this league, not easy to play both sides of the court like that, especially at that level. A lot of guys don't want to play both no. sides of the court. So, you know, you heard Jabari when he said, feel long and pay to play defense. Feel long pay to play defense. So, no, but, yeah, no, you're, you're exactly right. Giannis just knocked down a, a, a smooth three. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I think, yeah, you're, you're, you're exactly right, man. Um, it's – what he brings to the table is uh, he has some intangibles that not a lot of guys um, take, or that a lot of guys take for granted. So, yeah. um, I, you know, hopefully he'll he'll be okay. And you know, it's one of the reasons why you know I, I the only thing I care about in these games, like Giannis has thirty four, he's still playing in the third quarter right now. Uh, the only things I care about for these games is the guys don't get hurt, man. Yeah. Just, just keep it easy. And I want to see, like, I want to see Frank Mason. I want to see some Cam Reynolds. Sure, yeah. I want to see what they want to see. Do. The Nasus. Yeah. yeah I wanna... Show me what we're paying for. Like, right. Get Robin Lopez out there shooting threes. Yeah, yeah. Let's have some fun. I mean, right? Like, isn't that the point? Um, but let's talk. Let's transition from um, Bledsoe to the people that would be replacing him uh, <clears throat> come, game, come game one of the regular season, which I would imagine would be Dante, DiVincenzo, and George Hill taking up most of that slack. And let's focus on Dante because, you know, rookie season last year, he was injured for a good portion of it, but saw some good flashes, saw a lot of hustle plays. Uh, are you expecting a breakout season from him this yeah, year? Yeah, I am. No, Dante is one of the guys who, who you know, I'm looking at, um, we talk about that, I'm looking at Sterling Brown trying to figure out, you know, where, he, you know, where some of these guys are going to get time and, you know, who's going to lose time. Um, because Dante is, is, you know, I've always, um, liked him and always thought he's a heck. He just knocked down a three uh, from, off about. of Giannis pass. Um, but I've always liked Dante. He has some of that same hustle and desire and energy that he, I remember one of the games, he was like down on the floor. Like he had a standing ovation from the crowd just because he, he, he does it all. And I think he recognizes, you know, I'm not a star right now. I got to pay my dues. And, 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 and so how am I going to get on the floor? It's by making the extra plays. It's by making the plays that some guys won't make. And like I said, if he couples that with uh, shooting and great, especially shooting, because yes. guys are going to be open, you got to knock down shots. Yes. Um, if he couples that with great shooting, great uh, decision-making, great passing, and uh, like I said, exceptional defense on ball, man, I, I think Dante's going to have a heck of a year. And I don't know that it's going to show up when we say breakout. Um, I don't know that everybody, you know, nationally is going to notice like, oh, man, Dante DiVincenzo's. But it's going to be a marketably like it's going to be a thing where people in Walker like the season could have gone different. Not that it could have gone differently, but this is a different team without Dante. So it may not even show up until the playoffs when people realize like, oh, this Dante DiVincenzo kid is. And, you know, well, I, I say that, but the Bucks are going to be on TV a lot this year. I think they got like yeah, 40. They got a lot of games. Yeah, they got a bunch of games on TV. So you're going to see a lot of Dante DiVincenzo. And I think you talked about George Hill. Yep. That's one of the reasons why I said, you know, would would it be okay, you know, if Bledsoe was going to miss a few few games? Yeah, it's fine because George Hill, to me, he's I think he starts on, on a lot of teams. I think he's a, he's a starting point guard on, on, some, on some NBA teams. Um, and he proved that last year. Like there were stretches, obviously down the stretch and during the playoffs, where Bledsoe was, you know, some people say unplayable. Um, but uh, but Georgia was 
he was he, he was running Steady things. Eddie. I mean, I mean, and 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 I mean, there were like stretches of games where Bledsoe, I mean, excuse me, where George Hill was the X factor, was just you know six points in a row, like a, a that George spark, Hill, yeah, that well. spark, and you know, and I think he could sustain that over the course of a game. And yeah, no, he he can play. I like both of those guys. I like our guard play. That again, that's one of the reasons why I'm just these preseason games to me. I'm not I'm not super intent on. Oh, I gotta watch every dribble. Because I know what this team has, yeah. I know what they are, and I know they're good. They're well rounded from top to to bottom, really. Well, let's talk about what we did lose. And now that this, I didn't have any podcast this off season, so I haven't had a chance to have a conversation about it. But Malcolm Brogdon is no longer on this team. Uh, we did sign George Hill and West Matthew Wesley Matthews, um, assumingly with the money we would have paid him. Give me your thoughts on the loss of him. Does it mean as much as some people wanted to make it out to be? Um, or was it kind of just a guy who got injured a lot, um, but he is a good player and could potentially be a great player if he stays healthy? Yeah, that's more along the lines of where I am. He's a guy that gets injured. He missed uh, over 60 games in the past two years. That's your issue, and I think that money also went to uh, Brook Lopez, too. I think yeah. Brook Lopez got some of that money. So um, it, he's a, he's an unfortunate casualty of the situation, of the Bucks being very good and, and a bunch of guys having to get paid. Mm-hmm. Um is it a tough? Is would he be an addition to the team? Certainly. Would the team be be better with him than without? Certainly. I think you know. I I, I definitely agree that you know. Wait, so you think that if we take Wesley Matthews and George Hill off this team and replace them with Brogdon, they're better? No, that's not what I'm. No, that's not. Oh, no, that's okay. not. That's okay. not what I'm saying. I'm saying okay. if you know. No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is you would you want a Malcolm Brogdon on your team? A hundred percent, you okay. would. And I'm not even, you know, I'm not arguing the, you know, who the the sum of the parts is better, you know, with or. I'm just saying that yes. if you if you ask me, do I want Brogdon? I would want Brogdon, but he was a casualty, and I'm not going to be upset because they had to let him go. I, you know, they're gonna. I think Indiana's going to get a good player, and if he can stay healthy, yeah. then you got a hell of a you got a hell of a point guard. I don't know that he. I don't know that you want him as your starting. Uh, some good defense from Giannis. I don't know if you want him as your starting point guard. I don't know that he plays the position um, at at a level that you know on a great team that you want him to be your starter. Sure. But can he kill backups? That's what that's what he did. He came in and of course on a running a second unit, he's you know he's that fringe guy. He's just so much better than um, than any uh, backup point guard that you're going to see in the league um, for mo- on most nights. So, but the loss of Brogdon, I don't think it's going to hurt. I don't think, um, I, I just don't think it kills you because he, he missed a bunch of games. Do you believe and the that Bucks he didn't want to be here though? Do I believe, um, yeah, I heard some of that stuff. I, I don't know. I don't, I, you know, yeah, it's, it's tough to say that, you know, he had a, an issue without actually talking to him and, and knowing what the issues were. What did he like actually come out? What, what did he, <clears throat> I, I feel like I remember hearing something about, the starters and the way and the stars of the team and how they didn't get along. So I presume Chris Middleton and Giannis, but I didn't know any details. That was the only thing that ever came out. It was something he said himself. So nothing out of our organization or any of the other players have said anything, but everybody else was also like, Oh, he didn't want to be here. Blah, 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 blah. I, yeah, I heard some of stuff. I don't know. And I remember, cause I, I remember he didn't like Jason Kidd. Yeah. And, but Jason Kidd is was gone last year, so I don't know that he why he would have had an issue with Bud or the system or yeah I I don't know he fit I can't well into the system too right I can't so I can't really speak to whatever that issue may have been or may not have been 
Um, I would think you want to be on uh, – I, I would think for a guy like him, you want to be on a good team. Um, and I think Indiana has the, you know – The makings they, of a good team. They, are, they do. Do they Are they going to be the Bucks? They're not. Even no. with – are they going to get uh, – they, They'll I, be competitive with Oladipo. They back. will be competitive. Because Miles Turner's a good defensive player, and then you throw Brogdon on there. They will, but they're just not deep enough. Right. They will be competitive. I don't think they're good enough to be, you know, a great, great team. And they're not – you know, so maybe he wants to build – I mean, but I thought I feel like, you know, once you build, you want to – because he was here when the Bucks were building. Yeah, exactly. So I feel like once you get to that point, yeah, like let's go ahead and, 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 and finish it off. Especially after getting so close. Right. You know, but I can't blame. He wanted the money, and you know, you're, you are as you you are worth what somebody's willing to pay you. And I thought I figured it was going to happen throughout a lot, a long portions of last year. I, the only thing that made me gave me any reservations that he might not get as much money, or that he might take a pay cut, or you know, some sort. It's because of his injuries. Yeah. But, uh, but people obviously were not afraid of him. I, you know, I think I didn't have as big of a issue with it because the entire playoffs, I wasn't like. Oh, I wish Malcolm Brogdon was playing. Well, you didn't need him. He was he was because we we beat Detroit without him. Yep. Um, we beat Boston, Boston. pretty much without him. Yep. I think he was he came back for what game five. Yep. Didn't didn't need him. Yep. That was a blowout too, I believe. Didn't need him. And then during the Raptors, <laughs> we ended up losing. Right, and during the Raptors, but it's not his fault. No, but, not his fault. But yeah, you know that's that's just how it goes. Like yeah, we didn't. It's not like he he was not the not having him was not a reason that made or broke the season exactly so that's why i was like okay so he wasn't worth he's not worth the 80 million dollars to us to uh, no not to this team because you have so much going for this team. exactly and i and to, for the first time in a long time we're gonna have a legitimate well i'm gonna say first time in a long time but for the first time you know with this group we're gonna have a legitimate backup center with robin lopez and i Perfect. think you know that i think the addition of him is lopez to the lopez brothers they look good i think that addition is gonna be do work wonders um, because what you, what you had before was you're playing hopscotch. You had Giannis playing some five. You had Ursan playing, which I love Ursan, but you know sometimes you want a body actually banging, and you know taking the charges is great. But sometimes I want the guy who, when when the guards are coming through the lane, who's going to be able to put that hand up and and alter and really alter that shot. Yeah, I agree, and and that's a great transition because right where I wanted to go um, with Robin and the addition of Thanasis. Um, which I feel like is that I, how you say his name? I have no idea. I think people are calling him Thanos during the um, <laughs> call of the Chicago game. I think we might have to stop that or start that. Uh, but uh, so I, I love the addition of Robin too. I think he brings so much more to this team outside of the Dante on the break, man. Love he just stealing a break. Go ahead, sorry. The uh, <laughs> what's his what's his official nickname? Dante no, Big Ragu. Big Ragu. Yeah. I feel like I heard a different one too. Yeah. Uh, White Dante. The Red Rocket. Was- who calls him White Dante? Um, Somebody on Twitter does. Yeah, that's uh, uh, um, Bomani Jones always calls, oh, him, White, White, calls him White, White Dante. because there are no white people named Dante. That's true. Oh, goodness, Rob. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, but it, Robin, speaking of him, uh, he adds so much to this team. He adds that additional layer of defense on that second unit, as you had mentioned, um, and just a little bit more certainty because he is a veteran mm-hmm. guy. He's been in the league for a long time. He knows what's going on. Uh, but let's talk about Thanasis, who – had mixed reviews when we signed him. Could it just be, uh, hey, just please Giannis and sign his brother? Do you think he will get playing time? What do you think about it? Because it's kind of up in the air right now. Uh, I'm I'm in between. I have no issues with it. Um, he's an athlete. He is. A, he is. A, he he. You know him and Giannis. I think are they're the they're the same guy athlete wise. It's almost like Giannis has like the 
honed in on all the basketball skills, like to refine all he's those also skills. Bigger. Yeah, he's 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 a, he's big, but just as an athlete, I think yeah. you know they're kind of, they they kind of got that same makeup. Um, but you know, I don't know how much time he'll get. I don't know that he'll be you know a real a real factor. I think I tell you, I think the Bucks are going to be up so big. You remember when Bill Simmons was talking about the the uh, Boston last year and how they're going to be up forty and it, he's, he's, they're going to be that nobody's going to beat them. <laughs> he was yeah he was going like on all these like rants about Boston or that one rant in specific. But I think that's what the Bucks are going to have, and so dude, I think he'll play because of that. that I think a sense. lot of guys will get playing time because they're going to obliterate teams when they want to do it. But um, just on the the Nas the Nas's signing in general, if it helps keep Giannis here, then I'm all for it. Um, you know, I, as people said on Twitter, you don't want to be the team that uh, that that cuts <laughs> that cuts the you know the Giannis. I mean Giannis's brother. But yeah, I, I don't have an issue with it, man. I think you know you're filling out the roster. Um, we'll see what he got, what he has. I think he, he you know, he, he's he, you know, he, he, it's 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 inconsequential to me. I think you know he'll 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 he will fit in, and if you know on the breaks, they can play some defense, um, and we'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah, I mean, when you get down that far on the bench, yeah. it doesn't mean anything. It's like if they signed Frank Mason or Cam Reynolds. Like, right. is it really, like, I mean, I know Frank's on the two way, but like we had Tim Frazier last year. Like, yeah. Okay. It's kind of like just like, yeah, he'll get garbage minutes. He'll fill in for people when they're tired. And that's all I'm really expecting. And if Giannis is happy because his brother's there, then I'm happy. Right. And I think the Nasus is, I would, if you ask me right now, do you want Tim Fraser or the I would probably take the Nasus yeah, just, true. just because he's bigger and he's a, you know, he's a bigger body. Like, I'll take the Nasus. He's not going to, you know, Tim Fraser having the ball kind of scared me sometimes, all, you know, just dribbling around. You know, he, he just kind of um, didn't have all those point guard skills and he was very, he was just diminutive in size. But, yeah, give me the Nasus. Clog up the lane, dunk the ball, man. Have some fun. Yeah, uh, exactly. I mean, and then before I guess I transition this into the next topic we're gonna get on here, I should mention that Buck season is here, and you need to buy tickets to go to those games. If you don't have them already, um, one of the places you should go to is Vivid Seats. Do you want to know why? Because if you use promo code OVERTIME in Vivid Seats mobile app, you save up to $100 on all ticket purchases for first-time customers. So I know everybody's out there has got that StubHub account, got that SeatGeek account, potentially even that GameTime account. But hey, if you want a free $100 on your ticket purchases, download Vivid Seats, be a first-time customer, use promo code OVERTIME, uh, and check out the Bucks live whoever they're playing. I'll be there November 2nd against the Raptors. That should be a fun one. That'll be a good time Saturday night game against a Kawhi-less Raptors. That will be so fun. I cannot wait to uh, for that game. I got uh, – I shouldn't say this. I, well, I, uh, <laughs> you got to say it. I got, I got – so I, I have a, a special person coming in town for that game. So ah. Shouldn't say it. Just, oh, man, now I can't even uh, – Sorry, we'll leave it at that. Nobody will know. We'll leave it at that. If you're there, you'll know it's you. <laughs> can't wait for those dms on twitter yeah later. right yeah who is okay <laughs> um <laughs> i will be out i'm going uh, i got t- good seats i'm actually sitting lower bowl nice um, decent prices I'm, I'm excited for it i'm also doing sober october right now so that'll be my return to the drinking game that night so 
Same. We're going to get after it. You sober October, what is, what is that for? Is there a reason? You just... Just trying to be a little healthier. Okay. See if I can do it. Yeah, man. You, you look like you've been in the gym almost Dude, every day. I started jujitsu, man. Okay. Yeah. See, I, I see it, man. Like, you, you're about to kick some ass over here. No, dude. No, I'm not, <laughs> ever. I'm getting choked out five times a night, man. Um, but yeah, so I'm excited for that game. Uh, and let's talk, I think, overall season, because that's what we do right now. We talk about what we think is going to happen. So I think the over under right now is fifty seven wins. Okay, you taking the over? You taking the under on that? I'm. I would take um, if if everybody wants to. If they want it, I would take the. If they, if they want to win, if, if this team wants to win seventy games, they win seventy games. If they, but just, are they going? Are to? they? This is the question. It's it's how much is Bud going to push? Right. How much are they going to push to win those basketball games? And I don't. I, I don't know. I, if it, just based on what they have in the talent, I would take the over. It's just, like I said, because they went 60 last year, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, they could, I mean, to me, they like I said, they could make a push. If they want to make a push, they could make a push for 65 wins, man. That's how good they are. It's all a matter of do, and staying healthy, Giannis especially, staying healthy, and, and do they want it? So um, I would say, if I had to take it, I would take it. Um, but they have the talent to, to easily, to, to obliterate most teams nightly. And, I mean, I, almost to levels of, if you remember that series where there was, I think it was the uh, the Bucks and Six series with uh, Brandon uh, Brandon Jennings was here and that's when he made the comment. Yep. And it was against Miami. They got swept. They got swept. I don't even know this. A bunch of those games, there at least two of those games. The Bucks were leading in the fourth quarter. Like they they started the fourth quarter up. Oh really? Miami was bull. I mean, like I I was at the I was at the home. Miami was bullshit. I mean, they did not care. I mean. LeBron didn't care. Dwayne Wade, they did not give one. They literally could not care what was going on. You could see it. They were toying with the Bucks the entire time. I think they they thought it was funny. I mean, that Jennings kind of said funny. the Bucks in six thing. Yeah. And it, as soon as I mean, they were I'm telling you, they were down like four or five points at least at least one of the games. I want to say two. They were down starting the fourth. And maybe all of them were relatively close going into the fourth. And they blew us out. Every single game. They said, oh, it was fourth quarter, and we got 12 minutes. We're going to take the first three, first four minutes of the fourth quarter and whoop these boys' ass and go to town on them. That's what the – I'm not saying the Bucs could do that to everybody because they can't, but there's a bunch of teams in the NBA that the Bucs could say, yeah, I'm, we're going to go all out in stretches, and we're going to beat you because in a five-minute stretch in the third quarter, that's what it was. And I, the Bucs did some of that last year in the playoffs, like where they go on these these long third quarter – you know, these third yeah. quarter runs – they could do that all year to next year. They this year they could do it all year long. Boom! It's halftime. It's fifty five, fifty five. We're gonna start the first half on a fourteen two run. Third half, second half, and four, and and that's it. You're not gonna be able to recover from it. That's true. That's what they can. That's what this team can do. I mean, they could blow out so many teams. I'm watching Giannis, like I said, and I don't even put too much stock into the preseason. Dude's scoring with ease. They got a highlight, a Giannis highlight package on this. Some of this is because guys don't want to defend in the preseason, and guys yeah. aren't gonna. That's the regular season. There are a lot of guys who don't want to defend that. That's they don't want to defend. I'm not. I'm not getting in front of Giannis coming down the paint. No. Why? It's a. It's game 45. I'll do that when we get to the playoffs. <laughs> game 45. Yeah. Right. Like, like I, I, come on, man. So so yeah. No, they so over 57. Wins. I'll go over 57. Is is it championship or bust this year? No, it's not. It's not. No, it's not. It would be championship or bust if we were the if Milwaukee was the best team. In the NBA, okay, so you they don't are think. not the best team in the NBA. No, who is the best team in the NBA? 
I think the talent wise, the best. You got you, you say have, the Lakers. You're I right. would say I'm gonna say I'm gonna say that better than Milwaukee. I'm gonna say that the Clippers are better than Milwaukee. Okay, fair. And I'm gonna say that the Lakers are better than Milwaukee. Just because of LeBron and because AD. of LeBron and AD. Those are those are two. The NBA, it's I a star driven you league. You can't. It's a star driven league. And what I'm saying is, you got the Clippers who have. Kawhi Leonard yeah, and Clippers, Paul George. Paul George, Pat they, Beverly, who is your Bloodsoe on that team. Right, and they, they got, got some guys. Th- they got another score. They got the uh, uh, Sweet Lou. Oh yeah, they got who Lou can Lou. also put up put Sweet up, Lou put up thirty like when he wants to. So you got another score who, if for some reason Paul George and for some reason Kawhi Leonard, who might only play fifty five games, if you got that stuff going on where those guys may have an off night, I got I got to get me thirty off the bench. Right. So I and and you know. So I think both I think those those guys are better, and I think that the Lakers. You look at Anthony Davis to me is a, is the MVP. I think he might. I think there's a there's a good chance to me that he wins MVP. Oh, I'll take I that bet right now. He does not win MVP. I think I think no. I'm not. I, I think <laughs> twenty dollars right now. I'm not, so I'm not gonna say he's gonna win it. I think he'll be <laughs> Anthony Davis top top three. No, because he no not no. I I'll go. I, I will do a twenty dollar bet. That Anthony Davis is, is a top is finishes top three MVP. Done done. We'll do it. That's and shake on the podcast. <laughs> yes, because he's he's got it. He's in a new system. He's rejuvenated. LeBron doesn't want to show. I don't think LeBron wants to. Because I also think LeBron can win MVP too. But yeah, I agree. I don't think he's gonna over. He's got to overshot I, oh, I, I, I I believe that LeBron's gonna be giving him the ball so much. But I don't think I don't think MVP most valuable player can be that you're more valuable than LeBron James on the same team. That's why because I believe his stats. But I believe his stats are going to be so unworldly on scoring the scoring the basketball. And I'm telling you, watch, watch what happens. Okay, watch how watch how Anthony Davis plays. Man. Hey, I confidently made that bet. I'm not I, I got you. I'm not about it. I got you, man. But I, I, but my my point is just on that. It's it's just not a. Championship or bust season. You've got to get to now. Do, I think getting to the finals, I think, is important. You, I agree. To me, you've got your your benchmark. You can't not make the Eastern Conference Finals. You got to get to. So you got to get there mm-hmm. at least. But I think, yeah, to me, to really put your stamp on what was a successful season, yep. and depending on what happens in the Eastern Conference Finals, I think you can, you know, and who would, and you know, where we are, I think you can Injuries. debate that. I mean, yeah, there's a lot right. of there's a lot a, of this is preseason, right? right so. But yeah, you get to the NBA Finals. Yeah, I think no matter what, yeah, you've had a successful season. So I, that's always I think I that's say. the goal for yeah. sure. But I think I almost think that this is finally championship or bust because mm. I agree. I think that there are talent better teams because I don't believe a lot of people like Chris Middleton or believe his All Star capabilities, which is a discussion, a whole different discussion. You got paid too, so I, I, yes. I want to see an uptick from Chris. I really do. Well, we'll see, and I like it. I, I don't dislike him. I don't dislike him. I'm not going to – I've gotten into that argument many times with many people. But um, you look at teams in the Eastern Conference, um, Philly got worse. There's no denying that. Here's what I'll say on, on Philly. And I do believe they got worse. I, yeah. I agree with you. I think they got worse. However, I believe they got to a point where they may be able to defend – I Al believe Horford, they got – I Al believe – yeah, yes. I believe they got worse as a team. Yes. But for the Bucks. I believe they built a team that could potentially beat. I believe they, they built a team that could beat they the Bucks. Might not even play us in the playoffs, right? They may not, but that's I believe. Funny. But I believe that's what they did. I yeah. believe they said, "Okay, how can we counteract what's going on in Milwaukee?" And I think they built a team to say, "All right, we got Ben Simmons. We got guys. We feel like we maybe we can get through and do what we have to do to get past whoever." 
But if we get Milwaukee, we're gonna be we're, we're in good shape. Yep. And so you know, I think they're just gonna try to coast with talent with Joel Embiid and those boys to to get through whatever they have to get through. But I do think they have a team that can really challenge Milwaukee. Go ahead. I agree with you 100%. Al Horford was the best acquisition they could have made for that purpose. Yeah, to Boston be, yeah. blew up, and they're horrible. Um, and, and I heard that Al Horford didn't – I mean, he. I, I think they said if he had known that uh, that Boston was going to get Kimba, that he would have stayed. Really? That's what I heard. I don't know if, that was, if that's true, but that's – I heard – he thought it was, like, really going to be a true, like, oh, this is it. This you know? is over. We're breaking Right. Up. And, Interesting. Yeah, Boston's a Boston's a weird enigma in this league right now. Um, but the Nets won't be good for another year. Right. Miami's garbage. I like. I don't even. Like, Jimmy Butler's not going to bring that team out of anything. No. I don't even know. I heard any interest. In, so I listened to NBA. I listened to a lot of NBA radio, and they were just, and I don't know that I agree with them about the Jimmy Butler thing, but they were just on the Jimmy Butler kind of. He doesn't like the pressure. He like makes you think that he likes the pressure, okay. but he goes to a place like Miami because. It really isn't any pressure. You don't you think played there's it. pressure in Miami? No. Oh, they, they had four rings in a row. That Those, whole town's going to expect him to do no, what LeBron did. Those fans, no, no, they won't. Those fans don't show up to games. Those fans don't. They cared when it was Wade, and they, when, they're, when they're winning, they really care. If they're Miller, they don't care. That team, that that town, it's Miami. It's Miami. There's so much going on. They don't really care. That's true. That's <clears> and I don't think that, and I don't think the people expect them to be a title contender. Yeah. So the pressure really. You're in Philly. If you were in Philly this year, Ben Simmons and Joe, pressure's on. Pressure's on in Philly. And Philly fans are not. Philly fans either. are not playing with you. No. You you in in a lot of play in, well, in some places. The pressure's on. I don't really think there's a lot of pressure in Miami. I believe in Miami. Jimmy can Jimmy can run, kind of do whatever he wants to do. Jimmy should have went to Charlotte then. <laughs> no, there's no, right. There's no pressure there. Either. Shout out Terry Rozier getting his getting right. signing. Um, yeah, but I'm okay. And this is great because this is actually where I want to transition into anyway. But the NBA, I think, is the most wide open it's been in years because Golden State isn't the powerhouse. They're not expected to win mm, this year. Right. So I'm excited to see what's going to happen with the two teams in LA. Uh, is Portland ever going to make that jump? What's going to happen in Dallas? Like the NBA, I think, is finally becoming the most interesting it's been in a long time. You know I know I, I agree. This is definitely the most most parity we've seen um, in the top to bottom in the league. I think you got a lot of fun teams, a lot of really good stuff that, that's going to be fun to watch. And you're right, for the first time in a long time, I don't know who's going to come out of either conference. Yeah, and well, even who is. Let's let's do it. Predictions. Who is coming so out I would so if I had to, if I had to pick my way too early prediction. Yep. Uh, I'm gonna. I would say the Bucks are gonna come out, and, and I think that. Give me the Lakers, man. <laughs> the Lakers. Give me the Lakers. Oof. I'm gonna go Bucks Clippers NBA Finals. Giannis gets his revenge on Kawhi and wins. I hope so. I would. Yeah. I, I would love. I'd love to see it. I think. That would say, be a tough matchup. That would be a very tough matchup. I'm, the Lakers would be a tough match. I know you not don't think, as tough. No, yeah, no, you. I, I, I agree, I agree, but I, I think people are sleeping on what on Anthony Davis and and LeBron, man. I think I'm not sleeping on them. I just disagree that that team is overall going to be good enough. I think like Anthony Davis and LeBron are going to be great. But what's the name of the guy who has like no hair and has a weird cult following on their team um, for the, the Lakers? Oh, oh, you talking about the point guard? The yeah, young, the uh, his name's not. Uh, his name's not Sasha, is it? No, I don't know. But anyway, he's uh, not now I know exactly. He's, he's number four. He's number, Something like yeah, that. I think yeah. he's number four. I can't but remember. Then, yeah, name, name another player. Um, Kyle Kuzma. 
Is he still on that team? Or yeah, Kyle Kuzma's on yeah. that team. Yeah, because they traded Lonzo and yeah, and Brandon. But you have LeBron and you have LeBron Anthony Davis. You had Anthony Davis and Demarcus Cousins, and they couldn't. Yeah, Demarcus out. Cousins is not LeBron. And Drew Holiday is a better point guard than whoever they have right now. Yeah, I'm I'm not going with it. And Tyreek Evans. Yeah, I'm not going with it. And I like what New Orleans is going to have this year too. I, New Orleans is going to be another team actually get to the playoffs. Yeah, they they're going to be decent. But I, yeah, the playoffs is going to be very interesting. Who really fit, rounds out each conference? But I think it's going to be. Bucks, and it's going to be one of those two LA teams that come out for sure. Alex Caruso. Caruso, thank you. Yeah, that's just a weird NBA cult following. All right, guys, I'm sorry to interrupt this great episode of Bucks Leading Radio, but I have to stop and talk about one of the best betting platforms out there, and that's my bookie. All right, this is the place to go get all of your game lines, all of your futures before this NBA season starts. Any type of betting you want to get into, this is the place to do it all right use promo code overtime to activate the best offer which is up to a thousand dollar first deposit bonus uh or double your first deposit all right that is promo code overtime go check it out this is one of the most fun nba seasons that we've had in many years the stars are everywhere great teams to bet on great futures to bet on and no matter what it's going to be a fun season. So get to MyBookie, M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E. Use promo code OVERTIME when creating your account to claim that bonus of a $1,000 first deposit. All right, bet, win, and get paid. Let's get back to the conversation. Cheers. Okay, I did, I did forget to mention this, but uh, shout out to Giannis for expecting. Ah, yes. Did, a yeah. little MVP coming soon. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's, that's got to be exciting. And, uh, you know, you saw how, uh, how well – um, Fred Van Vliet, Fred Van Vliet played uh, once he had his uh, child after he was uh, on a tear. I don't know when. I guess if, I don't. I don't when know she's wh- when she's due. Hopefully, it's around the playoffs, and <laughs> that, that <laughs> hopefully, it's be, planned out that way. Yeah, if that, if that works, yeah, that all all better to him. So no, that's 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 fun and super exciting. And congratulations uh, to Giannis and uh, I can't. I think your name is Mariah. Yes. So. Hey, Giannis, this big dunk number forty three out there. There you go. Um, gets soon to be Giannis, uncle. Yeah, Giannis up. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's great for him, and it's it's great to see his growth as a person too. From coming here and talking about how great smoothies yeah. are to owning a couple million dollar home out in I think like Bayshore or Bayview or something like that. Yeah, no, no, that's 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 fun, and uh, he also I think he still owns his uh, he still owns an apartment over in uh, he was staying in the North End too. Oh, before, really? Um, yeah, but. I know Patty C was, but he moved out. He would live oh, like Pat, right Content was living um, North in North End. He was so living I, in the <clears throat> So I was living, I lived in North End before, um, and I just, I just got a new place. But yeah, I saw, I would see Pat going to like Panera and like walking across to the pick and save. Like mm-hmm. I was like, who is that guy? And I was like, oh, that's Pat Content. Were you at the scrimmage? I did not go to scrimmage. Okay. I was, it's, it's Sundays, I was watching football. So Fair enough. Yeah, you huh? didn't see me take my awful uh, half-court shot. You know, I saw down. the video on Twitter. I oh, saw geez. it. I saw the Twitter, yes. Yeah, so. <laughs> get, get I got to get that worked out, man. Dude, I was so nervous <laughs> standing on half-court. I daffed up Brooke Lopez, yeah, yeah. which I come up to his belly button. Like It's wild how tall he is. But like when you're sitting there at half-court, and I don't know if you've ever done it before, but like I was just sitting there staring at the backboard thinking, like this is not happening, and there's no way this has a chance of going in. I will say I'm proud it was online, but like as soon as I let go, I was like, "This yeah, is short." Yeah. I was like, "Not gonna go in." No, I, I hope I get. I would love to to take one of those half court shots. Oh, just to, dude, just to try it out. No, that'd be fun. No, and I've actually have seen Brook Lopez out. He's uh, 
<clears throat> extremely large human being. Yes. Eric Bledsoe, not though. Um, I'm like the same height as him. Yeah, He's like yeah. a little taller. Yeah. Um, Bledsoe, yeah. I, I usually, see, a lot of guys see, I see, I haven't seen Bledsoe out. I've seen, uh, usually I'll see DJ out. Uh, he'll be at Lucid. I'll see, uh, Bonzi's not on the team anymore. Bonzi Carlson used to. Did he used to get after he it? He used to go, <laughs> he used to get after <laughs> it. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, no, I always see DJ, DJ's always out. That's why DJ's out. That's why his hamstrings hurt. Maybe that's why. DJ, well, I haven't seen him this I'm not this I saw him. <laughs> Last season, he was he was he was just out. I think. I, I, anyway, um, how was summer league? Didn't you go summer league? Summer league was great. Summer league was fun. I think that's going to be a trip that I I make annually. I'm trying to go next year. Go, man, yeah. go. Let's. Yeah, I, I will definitely be out there. Like if if I can make it, I I think that literally it's going to be a trip that I always make. It's so fun. Vegas is one of my top two cities. Vegas and Miami. Miami. Um, Miami's yeah, another great city. Uh, but um, but Vegas is. I, I love getting to Vegas, and it's just another reason to get out there. I can't wait to. Uh, I, I, I'm a big Carolina Panthers fan, so I can't wait till they get that to Vegas. Vegas has the Raiders. I tell I tell people all the time. Anytime if Carolina ever plays the Raiders, you're going. I'm there because no. who wouldn't? I mean, you're, it's, if it's your team, if you can get to Vegas, I, it's just a. I mean, if, if you like, if Vegas, you have an excuse to go to Vegas, you have an fine. excuse to go to Vegas and make a whole weekend out of it. Oh yeah, um, yeah, that's fun. The Nash hits a three. That's what I like to see. There you go. That's what you, that's how you get playing time. Exactly. So. Um, all right. Well, uh, anything else you want to talk about as we round out this podcast? No, man. I, I think you know that you know. I'm just super uh, excited for the start of the season. Um, it's, oh. it's 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 you know you, you get to those levels where like like we talked about. You know what this team is. You know what they're going to bring, and um, you're literally just waiting on it to happen. And I, what I do want to tell fans out there is just make sure you. Savor the moments again. We, I don't think, I don't even know that we did it enough last year. No. We had a great season, but you know, I know we're going to get fifty plus wins. You're going to get that, but go out to the games, have fun, feel. This is what it's like with to be a top. T- you haven't had this experience of in a long time of being a team that everybody knows you're going to come out and kick ass every single night. You're the perennial favorite. You're the powerhouse. You're the big dogs. You are now the Lakers when Kobe was there. You are the Golden State Warriors who won six. Even though you haven't, I know you haven't won a title, but it's just the, the feeling of you're going to the arena that night, and I and I can almost guarantee I can put money on my team winning. I could go. I can go into another arena. I, I it felt so good going to Detroit. I went to Detroit during the playoffs last okay. year. I knew we were gonna win. Yeah, I go. Oh, you go yeah. into in a playoff atmosphere. Detroit fans with this false because I know what it feels like to be that Detroit fan, hoping that my team is good. Can you get me one? Can, can you get? Win. Can we get a win? And thinking this is the time, and just have another team saying nah because we're too, we're that good. Yes, we're just that good. And so I'm going through and like literally talking shit to Detroit fans because I'm like because you know, they're like how confident are you? We're gonna kick you. And I'm going down the steps. We're gonna kick your ass. I hope you know. And I, and people getting upset at you in the stands because they can't you know the people that just can't fathom how why their team isn't as good as yours. It is what it is. But I'm just saying, have fun, enjoy it. Your team is good. You're gonna have 82 games of thinking you're gonna win every single game. Just have fun with it. And 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 you know there'll be losses throughout the year. There'll be like lost to the Phoenix Suns twice last year. Yeah. They'll, you'll have that. But get, it's okay. Nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with it because it was because what what do we see? You're only as good as your last couple games because all that didn't matter. When Bledsoe got to the playoffs and, and people want to talk shit about Eric Bledsoe or any other guy who didn't live up to par, if you want to say, that's all that's going to matter anyway. Yep. These aides, nobody's going to care. So 
because nobody else, the Raptors fans t- are going to talk shit forever oh. because they won that one title and nothing's going to matter except for the fact that they won that title. So you have fun, <coughs> enjoy the season, savor the moments, and uh, and we'll see what happens when we uh, when, when the playoffs start. That is a great reminder <laughs> because it is something that you know I had to keep reminding myself and honestly kind of shake my head at like, wow, I'm really not worried about this game or. Like you get pissed off at things that would like you wouldn't normally get pissed off at, and it's like little things. But it, it, it's crazy. I'll just cut you off. It's crazy because like I go to the games, and, like I yell so much at the game. Like, I yell yeah. at the officials, and I'm just always like on edge. And I realized last year I was not as loud. I my I was not as hoarse after every game. Mm-hmm. And because I don't get hoarse from you know I'm cheering. You should go out and cheer. Don't be the people who don't <laughs> yeah. Don't say I, I hate that Twitter. But. Yeah. Don't yeah. Don't be those guys. But. You know, I get most of my my horses and just being like the blood vessels popping in my brain because I'm screaming at bad calls, and the calls are always worse when you're down and you need, when you're up twenty. That travel that that, that okay. foul doesn't really matter yeah, as much, right. and so I don't have as much to be upset about. I'm and you know, so that's you know, just just you know, it's just a whole different feeling going into the arena. Let me ask you this quick <clears throat> question: um, Are you so every single game though zero zero start of the first quarter? I am as nervous as I would have been three years ago, though. Every game, just like, all right, don't fuck it up. Like, all I'm, I'm still that classic Bucks fan, just waiting for everything to blow up. No playoffs, playoffs, sure, playoffs. Sure. I'm, you know, but no, not anymore. And, and probably some of last year, I, through probably first twenty, twenty five games of last year. Um, yeah, I probably had some of that because you don't know. But once, once I saw this team and like you're, you're watching them roll and and again, same thing with this preseason. I, I used to be a guy. I had to watch every dribble. Mm-hmm. I had to, you know, I, I could not take my eyes because I wanted to know what was going to happen. I just don't care. <clears throat> no. Because I know what's going to happen. Yeah. And I know this year, the only thing that would that would get me to that point is if there was some type of injury to Giannis and, you know, and we had to make three to four weeks without him. And at that point, now months. you're like, right now, now you're like, all right, can this team even hold on until, they, you know, what's going to happen then? Because yeah. even though those pieces, we have great pieces. And I think they're all built they're great around pieces, But they're built around Giannis. And so how do they work if you don't have them? And the hope is that you don't have to find out. Exactly. Um, all right. So we appreciate everybody out there listening. This was a great start to the season. I'm excited for it. Um, Trey is on his new podcast, On Your T's and Q's with Quentin uh Crispy Bacon on Crispy Twitter, Crispy Bacon, right? yeah. yeah. Great Twitter name. Um, and then where can they find you on Twitter and all socials? Find me on uh, Twitter, T-C-I-I-I-E-S-Q. Uh, everywhere else on Instagram, T-C-I-I-I-Y-E-E-E. So that's T-C-3-E. And also on Snapchat, uh, T-C-I-I-Y-E-E. Uh, follow me if you want to see. He's laughing. Uh, follow me if you want to see uh, any like behind the scenes. Uh, I'm at all the games. I, I'm snapping through the game, so uh, if you want to see some Bucks content, um, I'm always judging the uh, American, uh, the uh, national anthem singers, like just some weird stuff on there, and yep. you know Bucks content every. Uh, it's almost as ball night. Yes, so. um, and if you like uh, Carolina Panthers too, if you like the Panthers, definitely follow my mom. <laughs> I will be up at 9:30 a.m. Uh, Sunday morning. They they're in across the pond. Oh, are they in, in London? In London. Oh. Yeah, for the game against the Bucks. So that's tough. Um, at least they got the Buccaneers, but uh, yeah, but we so. lost that last one. So mm, well, that's <laughs> not another Packers. That's fine. Hey. Um, <laughs> we got, we got, and I and I'll be at the Packers game November 11th. Uh, I was Carolina. Carolina, yeah, they're in Lambeau. Nice. Um, all right, so you can follow me on Twitter, uh, at Jakubitz, at J-A-K-U-B-I-C-Z. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Andrew Jakubitz. 
um, in, uh, Facebook and LinkedIn, connect, follow, whatever it is on that platform. Uh, I always love talking to new people. Uh, if you don't already follow the podcast, it's at Bucks underscore radio on Twitter. That is where uh, most uh, of the activity that I do comes from. But otherwise, follow my personal accounts. I enjoy interacting as a face, not as a podcast. Um, but I appreciate you listening to tonight's podcast as the start of a new season, the third season I've been doing this. I wouldn't be doing this without you listening. Um, so I appreciate everybody out there who clicks play and listens to me and my guest for the day ramble on about this awesome Milwaukee Bucks team. So uh, enjoy it while it lasts, as Trey said, and we'll see you at the games this season. Cheers.